0: This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church, Incorporated, continuing the vision for end-time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Goldston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. Interested in becoming a member, giving, or submitting a prayer request? Text Give, Prayer, or Member to 845 845- fill out the prompts and a member of our team will contact you we believe that you'll receive wisdom understanding favor of god and men health to all your flesh and bones and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word and we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in jesus name amen come visit us at 160 west 129th street in harlem new york We'd love to see your face in the place, but for now, enjoy today's message.
1: Uh, last week, uh, we were doing a, a basic faith message, I, I imagine you would call it, as, as though there is anything as basic as when it comes to faith or or ordinary. It's It's not ordinary, it's supernatural uh, the faith of God but uh, I don't know something over there I can't go over that way something, something happened, I don't know what it is but anyway uh, supernaturally uh, speaking faith is supernatural faith is not a natural thing and we need to approach it as though it's supernatural because The faith of God has power. It has supernatural power. It has the God kind of power. It has the kind of power resident in it that created the world and the universe and all the other universes resident within it, in the faith of God, and that faith of God Has been deposited in us. Who are born again believers. If we're born again. Children of God. Called upon the name of the Lord. Accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We are. Children of God. And we have the faith of God. Because to every one of us. Was given or granted. The measure of faith. Now. Because it is a supernatural entity, we need to be definite in how we approach it and how we use it. We can't be wishy-washy because we're talking about the power of God. You ever wonder why certain people, their faith doesn't work and other folks, it seems like their faith does work. Is because the ones whose faith is working, they're sure about it, they got it in in order, and they're working that thing. But the other guy who may be wishy-washy, he might hurt somebody, especially himself, or his family, or his friends, or his his, uh, co-workers. So God cannot afford to allow that faith to just run wild. So he has checks and balances on it. So now one of the scriptures that we used last time was in Romans, the first chapter. Romans chapter one. I believe it's around the 17th verse or so. Let me see here. Yeah, 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written the just shall live by faith. Now in our our lesson last time we pulled out two points from from this scripture. The fact that we must go from faith to faith. Our faith cannot remain at the same level all the time. Because if you attempt to leave your faith at the same level, you will be regressing. You cannot just stay still where the faith of God is concerned. You have to always be striving and climbing and reaching for more or going from faith to faith all the time. Now, the other point that we extracted from this scripture was the fact that the the just shall live this way. You have to live this way you cannot use faith when you think you need it and then use your natural might the rest of the time you gotta live by faith if you attempt to do it that way that's why you have the difficulty with your faith working over here because you're not living that way you're not going from faith to faith you're not living by faith you're just trying to use faith when it's to your advantage. And God said that the just must live this way. And one of the statements that we made last week was. Even in your marriage. It has to be a faith proposition. You have to live by faith in your marriage. You have to live by faith in your job. See it's not enough to just have faith to receive that job that you always wanted, after you get on the job, you've got to do the job by faith. That's what it means to live by faith. If you put your faith aside because, oh, I got the job now, praise the Lord, and then you just want to do it in your own might or your own strength, you're not being obedient to the word. You got to do that job by faith. Amen. You gotta deal with your coworkers by faith. You gotta deal with the boss by faith. You gotta deal with whatever assignment is given to you by faith. Amen. You cannot rely on your natural human reasoning. You cannot rely on your education. You cannot rely on what you know about this particular position. You've got to do it by faith. Hallelujah. And that's why so many fail. They can't fix, figure it out. Well, God, I'm doing everything that I know to do. Well, obviously you don't know enough. Amen. Because if the if it's not working, there's got to be a reason that it's not working. Because God put it in place for it to work and for it to work for every one of his children. So if it's not working for you, there's a reason it's not working. And you need to get it working. Amen. Alright, so, in uh, Hebrews the 6th chapter, let's, let's start over there. Hebrews chapter 6. Well, when you find your place in Hebrews 6, let hold your place there and turn over to the 13th chapter of, of Hebrews. I want to, I need to get this in first. Because you remember last week, we were talking about in Hebrews 13, the 7th verse. The word declares, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follows. Whose faith follow? And we brought up the point last week that uh, there are certain things that we have to do as ministers of the gospel that we ought to do. Because the word says that uh, if we're preaching, we're preaching the word of faith. The faith which we preach. that's, That's what it's saying. So there's certain things that we have to do as a minister of the gospel. We have to set the standard, so to speak. Step out in front, be the vanguard or be the guinea pig, so to speak. That's just the way it is. I God, and when God calls you, you don't just get all the glory. You get all the goop and the glory. See, the goop come with the glory. They put the goop all over you, too, you see. And what you have to do is you have to step out in front. You have to take the lead. You have to be the vanguard. You have to be the one who is out there first doing these things, walking by faith, so-called taking the chances. Because then can someone else see and follow your faith? But if you're not doing anything, how can they follow your faith when you have no faith or not operating in faith? You're not doing anything and you're still at the same Faith level that you were before, which means you're actually regressing. So, in this scripture, it says, remember them, 13, 7 again, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow. And then it has a little, little something extra he puts on there. He says, considering The end of their conversation. Like I said you put out there as the example. He said consider not only follow their faith. But consider first the end of their conversation. Or the end of their manner of life. Or did their faith work for them? You understand that? That's what he's saying. Did it work for them? Whose faith. Follow If their faith is working for them You see a difference in their life You see them uh, uh, moving forward Moving up, progressing if you will You see something happening in their life Then you can follow their faith Because you are considering first The end or the results Or as some folks say well, what good is it doing you? Is it working for you? If it worked for you, maybe I will consider it. Amen. So, well, I wouldn't talk about anybody's church or anybody's pastor or anything like that, but I'll tell you right now, if I was someplace and nothing wasn't happening, he ain't progressing, he ain't growing, he ain't receiving, especially if he ain't receiving, Amen. I'd be looking for someplace else where something's happening, where something's going, where he's progressing and where he's receiving. Because then there's someone whose faith I can follow and then I can be obedient to the word. You have to be in faith, living by faith to be receiving from faith. Now, On last week, I, I mes- mentioned uh, about being in a corner. You remember that? Amen. Everybody remember that, and everybody knew what I was talking about. I didn't have to give no examples, Sister Barbara. No example. I said, you know, you have been in a corner? Hey, hey, man, I know about them corners. You didn't have to give no examples, nothing. You have to, you know, go to the Word and, and dig out scriptures to, to show them what it means to be in a corner. Everybody understood. Everybody. So, Anyway. I said I faith myself into a corner and God let you go because that's how you grow that's how you move to the next level that's how you believe yourself from over here to up here you got to do something too many of us sit back and say, "Oh God, help me do it, go, oh God." You know, like Fido or something. You know, go fetch. Ah, oh, he ain't gonna do it. You go. You get the goop on you. You believe me. And when you got one nostril above the water, I'll pick you up. One nostril. He'll let the other one go under. Whose faith follow? You've got to do something. Faith without works is dead. Every born again believer has faith. But it's dead faith. If you're not doing something. You've got to do something. So when you have someone out in front who's willing to go out and step out, so to speak, step out in faith, do the things that need to be done to move from faith to faith, and you see the end of their conversation, then you can take a step. You say, well, wait a minute. It worked for him. And if God is no respecter of persons, it'll have to work for me. All I got to do is have the same faith he has. And faith don't cost you nothing. So you can't say it's too expensive. I can't afford it. I got laid off. I don't have no job. I'm on welfare. Don't make no difference. Don't cost you nothing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You want more faith? You need more faith? Get the word of God in you. Build your faith. Build your faith muscle up. And then you can do anything that anyone else can do so that you can follow their faith. Now, hallelujah. So this thing has not left to chance. He says to consider their end. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. How does it work for them? How does it turn out for them? All right, let's turn back to the sixth chapter I told you to turn to in the beginning. Hebrews, the sixth chapter. The twelfth verse. That you be not slothful, oh Lord! You mean to tell me to operate in this faith stuff? I gotta—I ha- can't be lazy. <laughs> yeah, you can't be lazy. You have to be willing to get up off your duff. Amen. You got to be willing to get up off the couch and do something. Amen. You got to be willing to get up. That you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Through faith and patience. Faith and. Faith and. So, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But it says faith and patience. So you not only have to do the will of God, you not only have to do something, but after you do the will of God, after you do something, you got to have the patience to stand and wait for it to manifest. Hallelujah. And God don't have no clocks. He don't have no calendars. Amen. He don't even have an hourglass. You know he's behind the times. So when God says something, to him, it's always right now. For us, because we got clocks and calendars, we looking at the clock, we looking at the calendar. What's in, but you know, it's been four years. And God said, yeah, now. But God, it's been four years. Yeah, now. But but God, I've been waiting on this thing. I prayed four years ago, and I, I did everything you said to do, and I believe I receive. But it's four years later, God. God said, yeah, now. <laughs> now, now, right now. But, but 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 God. I mean if we go like this, it could be another ten years. And God said, Yeah, that'll be now too. Hello. I know that's real. That'll still be now. Are you getting this? <laughs> It'll still be now. That's why he deposited in us the fruit of patience. Or long-suffering because he knew he had no clock he knew he didn't have no calendar but he knew you fools were going to invent one he was gonna come up away with a way to count time (laughs) and he's telling them the just shall live by faith not by time so if I believe I receive (laughs) ain't nothing manifesting here I I ain't seeing nothing I ain't seeing nothing here God what are you doing God don't you know what time it is he said no (laughs) I have no clock I am the ancient of days that's the only time I know I'm the ancient of days. How old is God? He don't have no calendar. When is God's birthday? I used to think about stupid stuff like that. You know, don't laugh at me. You did the same thing. Well, if he God, who invented him? Come on, you know it. Amen. He had to come from somewhere. Something had to be there to want him there. You know how you think. I thought the same way. Then I remembered he the ancient of days. What does ancient of days mean? It means before days was, he was. Wasn't no day. And there he was. <laughs> you, woo, glory to God. <laughs> so your faith is working. Even though you don't know it, until you believe it's not working anymore and you shut it off. You shut it off. You stop it. Somebody, I just saw a light bulb going. It went boom. Oh my God. Yes. Let's go back in. That ye be not slothful But followers of them who through faith And patience inherit The promises Because you remember another scripture that says All the promises in him are yea and amen He never says no When you come according to his word Verse 13 For when God made promise to Abraham Because he could Swear by no greater He swear by himself Saying surely. Blessing I will bless thee. And multiplying I will multiply thee. Hallelujah. And he said that to, to, to Abe. When he was under the, in the desert. With nothing. With nothing. So. Surely, blessing, I will bless you. And surely, multiplying, I will multiply you. Sand. Nobody around. Nothing. But there was less than that around when he said, earth be. Let's show you a little bit about this faith stuff. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, the 23rd verse. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Wait a minute. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. The profession or confession of our faith without wavering. Don't allow time to cause you to waver. Don't allow time to cause you to change what you're saying time is your enemy the profession or the confession of your faith is those words that you speak out of your mouth that have been deposited within your spirit When you make a confession of faith, you claim something like yesterday in the men's fellowship. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. All you men that was there ought to be saying, hallelujah. Because we made a confession of faith yesterday in the men's fellowship, and we should never change the Profession or the confession of our faith that came forth out of our mouths because there's no time with God. Keep saying the same thing, and it will surely come to pass. Hallelujah. Twenty three again. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised he is faithful that promised he God is faithful that promised and aren't you glad to know not only is he faithful that promised he has the power to bring it to pass thank God he's got the power to make it so Anybody can promise you something. But do they have the power. To back it up. Anybody can promise you something. But do they have what it takes. To make it come to pass. Anybody can promise you something. But are they bad enough. To make it so. Anybody can promise you something. But do they have the wherewithal. To make it come to pass. In my life. God can. God can And if you get a promise from him He's not a man that he should lie If he said it, he'll do it If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass That's the kind of God we're talking about And not only that The same faith that he uses To make that so He deposited in you Same faith he didn't create a new kind of faith just to put in you. He deposited some of him in you. And he said, I want you to take some of me that I put in you and use it like I use it. And watch things come to pass. Watch things begin to happen. Watch things begin to change. But you cannot waver. I said you cannot waver. You cannot waver. Do not, do not change your confession of faith. It doesn't make any difference what it looks like, what people say about it. Do not change your confession of faith. Because the same faith that he deposited within you is the same faith that he uses, and as we read in Malachi, I am the Lord, I change not. So you have to operate the same way if you want to use that kind of faith, and if that faith is going to give you the same kind of results that it gives God. So don't change your confession or your profession of faith. Stick with it, it'll stick with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And quit looking at your clock and at your calendar. Amen. Just quit looking at it. Don't even look at the thing. Ignore it. Just believe you receive. Just believe you receive in the name of Jesus. It's mine. It's mine. Bless God, it's mine. Well, I, how do you know it's mine? I know it's mine because God said so. When did God say that to you? Can you read? It's right here in the book. He said it. So I will not change my confession of faith. I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it when I'm in the muck and the mire. I'll stick with it when you don't have no money. I'll stick with it when I don't have no job. I'll stick with it when it looks like all is lost. I'm going to stick with my confession or profession of faith. Why not? You don't have nothing else. It don't cost you nothing. You might as well stick with it. Hallelujah. All right. Let's. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 23 again. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Now watch this. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. What day? The day of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is he talking about? He's saying that just like I told you, watch this, don't let this get by you. What has this got to do with with? my profession or my confession of faith. It has the same thing to do with the other scripture that says whose faith follow. He wants you to assemble yourselves together so that you can look at one another and you can see, hey, not only is it working for him up there, it's working for her next to me. It's working for him sitting right next to me. Faith is working for him. Because some people for strange reasons, I don't know why, and I know no one else knows why, they look at you because you're standing here and think that God gave you a little extra dabble, do you? He didn't. It's the same thing you have. And the same way I work it, you got to work it. As a matter of fact, I got to work it even more because I got to work it out in front of you. So I got to stand up here like a fool and say, I believe I receive a house. <laughs> and in the back they're going to <laughs> that fool he ain't gonna get it he ain't gonna get it. you got to do it. that's the only difference but you have the same faith and you have to work in exactly the same way. That's what he's saying here. That's one of the re- it's not the only reason, but that's one of the reasons for assembling yourselves together so you can see each other's progress. So you can see each other growing in faith. So you can see each other going from faith to faith. So you can see each other prospering in the things of God. So you can see each other growing by leaps and bounds in the spirit. Forsaking not the assembling of yourselves together. And you can't do that in front of your 42-inch TV looking at Fred Price. Amen. It's not going to work. Not and never was intended to be a replacement for your being a part of and a member of and going to a local fellowship. Because if he said it was, he would be in disobedience of the word. Hallelujah. So, moving right along, I wanted to say something. Let's turn back to Romans chapter one. I, I have something here that, uh, in fact, I want to end with it. I think I, I want this to be short today because I, I don't. I don't want you thinking about anything else. Okay, in Romans, the first chapter again, the 17th verse. It says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just. Shall live by faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, that has a double meaning to me. It has a double, to me, double meaning to me as of last night when I was looking at it. Living involves your everyday affairs, everything that you're doing every day, even sleeping. That's a part of living. Your job, what you do, uh, whether you have a job or if you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business or, or whatever you do, that's a part of living. Raising your children is a part of living. If you're going to school, that's a part of living. You're supposed to do these things by faith. You're supposed to walk in the faith of God with everything that you do. Your whole life is supposed to be a life of faith. You're supposed to even go to the bathroom by faith. He leave nothing out. Amen. Everything. He said the just shall live by faith. I'm going somewhere with this. Just stay with me. Okay. If you go to walk Fido, you should be doing it by faith. If you say, see, this is. This is how you please God. I'm not telling you some foolishness. If you have an appointment to go, you have to go go to the doctor for a checkup, and you don't want to go because you know that when I go, I'm going to have to sit there for two hours and wait. You're supposed to do that by faith. So instead of complaining about it, you need to say, Lord, I'm going to do this by faith. Because I live by faith. So I'm going to go to the doctor's office by faith. I'm going to go believing that you have something special. I'm going to go believing that something good's going to happen as a result of my going to the doctor. I'm going to go believing that you're going to be glorified. Jesus is going to be lifted up. Somebody might even get saved. I'm going to go by faith. I'm going to go because maybe somebody's path that I cross, their life will be changed as a result of my being there. I'm going to do it by faith. You don't waste no time. You just don't waste it. So there's always something happening. You always know that God is in the midst. So I'm going to do it by faith. That's how you, that's how the just live by faith. If you have to go to the supermarket, just going to pick up some bread, I'm going to do it by faith. And see, when you do it by faith, stop and think for a moment. The enemy can't get you. Because you're on assignment for God. The just shall live by faith. I'm doing this by faith, Lord. I'm going to the store by faith, Lord. I'm going to the motor vehicle by faith, Lord. I'm on assignment. And if I'm on assignment, the angels have to come with me. They're going with me anyhow. But you know they got to come with me because I'm on assignment for God. So if the enemy had a plan to do something to me, can't do it because I'm on assignment. See, I'm doing this by faith. I'm doing this by faith. I'm not doing it. See, because the moment you step out of faith, you step into the natural and you're on your own. God don't want you on your own. He doesn't want you on your own. So I said all that to say this. I saw a little something more in this. The just shall live by faith last night. Everybody, everybody wants to live a long time. Is that so? Anybody want to go home tonight? We got any takers? It don't make no difference. Young or old, nobody says, I'm ready to go. Nobody. Everybody wants to live a long time. Now, I'm going to show you something the way the Holy Spirit showed me. It's everyone's desire to live a long time. And they confuse desire with faith. I want you to get that. They confuse desire with faith. Everyone desires or wants to live a long life. But many of them die prematurely. How come? Because they thought it was faith. When it was only desire. See faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You can have a desire with no faith. I'm going to let that settle in. Because Every person in this room Desires to have long life To live a long time But it will not work Just because you want it to It has to be by faith Mm. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith doesn't come by desiring. Faith doesn't come by wanting. Faith doesn't come by hoping. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. So, thank you, Jesus. So every born again believer, I mean, you don't even have to be born again. Everyone wants long life, but they're all going about it the wrong way. Now let me show you. Psalm chapter 90, the 90th chapter of Psalm, Psalm ninety verse ten. The days of our years are three score years. A score is twenty years. Three score years, that's sixty years, and ten, that's seventy years. That means that you've got a minimum of seventy years. And we all know folk, some of them born again, who died at 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, or 69. But the word says that you have a minimum of 70 years. But faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So you have to find that, read it, hear it, and keep hearing it. Because it's the profession or the confession of our faith that's going to work. It's the confession of our faith that's going to cause things to come to pass. It's our confessing or our continually saying And it comes from here, not from wishing or hoping or desiring. So you got to go to the scripture and find where it promises you that. And then you need to be confessing it and hearing it and confessing it and hearing it and confessing it and hearing it and confessing it. And it, and confessing it continually. And then it'll work for you. Because then it's faith. It's no longer just your desire or your want or your hope. But you're desiring to live long time. It's not going to do you any good. Everybody desires to live a long time. The worst rich walking the street desires to live a long time. So. Hallelujah. In the 91st Psalm. The 12th verse, speaking about the angels, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because, now watch this from the 14th verse on through the 16th verse. Watch this, because he hath set his love upon me, Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now all of these things that come against this individual, God says I got them covered. I've got them covered. All these things that are going to come against them, I'm not going to allow them to kill them because they've known my name. They understand my precepts and my commandments. They speak continually that with long life Will he satisfy me and show me his salvation? With long life, with long life, I'm going to live a long time. Amen. Amen. Some of them kids are looking at you and say, are you old? Yeah, I'm old. I'm going to outlive you too. Because I found out the secret. You got to continually be confessing it. And don't think you're too young to confess it. Don't think you're too young to start confessing it or saying it. Find it in the word and then begin to confess it and to say it and to believe it and to act upon it. And then you will get the results of it because faith is based on the word. Based on hearing that word, based on that word, getting in your spirit and based on your speaking that word out. Speaking that word out in faith. Speaking that word out in faith. In faith. In faith. Because faith without works is dead. I, I've heard people say well I wanted a new home but I'm 40 years old now and you know They're not going to give you any home because, you know, life expectancy is only, you know, maybe another 25 years. So they've sealed their own fate. Plus, they beat themselves out of having a new home. So they can't enjoy what God has provided for them or because they're not aware Of what the word says Ignorance of the word And how to receive the promises of the word Dear God It's sad It's sad Go back to the 90th Psalm 10th verse The days of of our years Are three score years and ten And if by reason of strength They be four score years What strength Faith Faith Faith. You get a minimum of 70, but if you have faith for it, you can get 80. You can get 90. You can get 100. You can get 110. You can get 120. 120. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. By reason of strength, get faith for it. Don't just hope for it. Don't just, you know, desire to live a long time. You gotta do something. You gotta do something. You gotta do something. Oh boy. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I can't do that. It's not enough time. Oh. All right. (laughs) Turn back to 34th Psalm. Ah, Jesus. I'll do that next time. Psalm 34. Psalm 34, verse 12. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. There's what you do with your faith. Faith without works is dead. Here's what you do. You want to know what to do? Here's what to do. Telling you right here. If you desire life and you love many days, <laughs> keep your tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. What do I do with my faith? Here's what you do with your faith. Here's what you do with your faith. And watch God bring to pass that confession out of your mouth about living long on the earth. Oh, glory. Mm, mm, mm. Turn to 118th Psalm. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 118. Verse 17, what did it say? I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Faith without works is dead. I'm going to live a long time. Oh, really? Why? To declare the works of the Lord. I'm going to speak his word. I'm going to witness to people. I'm going to be an asset to the kingdom. I'm going to do something while I'm here in this earth because I'm going to live a long time. Glory to God. It's right there in the book telling us how to do it. Let's turn to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. We'll end up there. Praise God. Ephesians Chapter Six Ephesians Chapter Six, verse One Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with Thomas. What's the promise, Lord? That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. That's the promise. Honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. That it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. So when you take that little one, They've done wrong, and you told them if you do so-and-so, you're going to get a spanking. You take them and read this scripture to them first. Say, you want to live a long time? (laughs) You you want to live a long time? Well, that's why I got to spank you, see? Amen, because you got to honor father and mother, see? And I have to discipline you, and this is why I'm doing it so that you can live long on the earth and have good days because you know there's a lot of folk living a long time they got some bad days you can live a long time and and, I mean be miserable so you I mean even for the little ones it's never too young to start never too young they may live long you want to live a long time honor your father and mother who are in the Lord You need to honor all of them, but especially they who are in the Lord. And they who are in the Lord, make sure you bring this this scripture to their attention. This is why I have to discipline you. This is why I have to spank you, because I want you to live long. Don't you want to live long? Now, some of y'all say, I brought you in this earth, and I'll take you out. I don't think that's what he was talking about. (laughs) Amen, but anyway, so long life, it cannot just be a desire, we just have to live by faith. We even have to uh, have faith for long life while we are living, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word, we bless you, we honor you. We glorify you, Lord God, and we thank you that your word has the power to accomplish that which you please. We thank you, Father, that nothing shall by any means escape the hearts and spirits of those here assembled. It will, in fact, accomplish that which you please in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at newfmcf. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.